Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Your Best Life podcast. I'm here with my beautiful wife. Hi. Wow. How 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 amazing is it to finally be able to say wife? <laughs> I will not get used to saying that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to another episode, guys. Today we have a couple of topics we want to discuss. One of which is um so this topic was actually like we it came to mind because of our last q a video that we did for pure gem uh basically the question was how do you manifest things um and we kind of gave what we know on the topic we answered it based off of what we know um and something that reem said that really stood out to me that i never really considered until i rewatched the video uh, after we posted it and it was detach from the thing that you want, detach from like the result, detach from the thing that you're trying to manifest. And it's it's very weird, like Ashley said in the video, it's very weird to think of it like that. Like it's very weird to think of something that you want, but then detach yourself from it. So it's like, okay, well, what does that even mean? If I want it, how am I going to detach myself? Yeah, because sometimes you think uh, in order, like by detaching, you have to completely forget about the thing, which for some people that really works. Uh, but for me, when I first started that concept, I was like, how are you, how, how is the thing you want going to manifest if you're not thinking about it? Because we're told with the law of attraction that you have to think your, think your manifestation into existence, mm -hmm. which that's true. But you all, there's honestly an art to it. You need to release resistance. Mm -hmm. I think the idea isn't necessarily to not think about it, but the, I think the idea is more so to not put pressure on yourself when thinking about it. Like, exactly. I, I feel like it shouldn't be a burden. Like, I feel like if you genuinely want something, you shouldn't create a burden on yourself yeah. about getting it. And I think that that's something that I feel like kids do that very well. Mm -hmm. um, at least most kids, not the annoying ass little farts that, <laughs> that are very annoying about the things that they want. But like there's for, for the most part, a lot of kids do this very well, where it's like there is no overthinking. And mm -hmm. I think overthinking is 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 the part that that we don't realize that we're kind of doing when we're trying to strive towards something. Yeah, for them, it's all in the moment. Yeah, for them, it's just like, I want this. And it's like, it's either I get it or I don't. And if I don't get it, then whatever. If I get it, nice, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that that's a really strong mentality. And it's weird because like, as we get older, we're, we're taught to like overcomplicate everything. Like I was even just telling you before we even started this podcast about like, times early on in my in my life when I was doing sports and I found tremendous amounts of success doing things and right before I did those things like I was even overthinking it like I remember my thought process going into like those races or those tournaments or whatever those competitions and like each one of them that I that I like that I destroyed that I did really really good in I remember my thought process was never like there was no pressure there was no overthinking it was just like okay, well, this is what I have to do. You know, like this is, okay, well, it's time to wrestle. Let's wrestle. You know, mm -hmm. it was just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like this is, I'm here to wrestle. I'm not even thinking about winning. I want to win, but I'm not thinking about it. What I'm thinking about is the task at hand. Like what, what is a feasible thing? What's a, what's a, what's a tangible thing in front of me that I can like work on? That's going to get me to where I want to get to work on that. Consume yourself with the process, with the thing that you're that's in front of you, and then the results will come based off of your ability to, to uh, like accomplish those things. So it's like, I feel like the thing that I was able to kind of derive from like that Q and A, and just from the books that I've been reading, and just the things that I've been learning about this topic, is like 
when you allow yourself to be put in a situation where you're not necessarily like desperately trying to win desperately like and it's weird because there's a fine line between like being competitive and hungry and like being like you know um i would say unhealthy in terms of like your your, what you're trying to get like forcing what you're trying to do you know Mm -hmm. because there's a fine line between those two but i think it's very important to understand where that line sits and you have to be i would say uh, like on that line you know what i mean like somewhere near that line where it's just like you're obsessive you want to win you want to you want to get this shit done but like i feel like when you're doing the things that you need to be doing like for example in my case well 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 while it was like uh, doing wrestling or while it was running a race or playing soccer, like while I'm doing it, I'm not thinking about like winning the fucking race or winning the game or winning the the, the match. Yeah, you're not thinking of the end result. You're not yeah. thinking about the future, the past. You're yeah. thinking about right now. And it's like, it's not like I'm consciously saying like, I don't want to win or I don't want to lose or I don't want to put pressure on myself. It's just like, okay, well, let's let's play. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's fight. Let's play the match. Let's do the game. Let's race. That's that's what I'm thinking about. It's like it's the task at hand is what you have to be consumed by. So it's like, how does that relate to like as a business owner? Well, it's like if you're a business owner and you want to reach a certain amount of sales, stop focusing on reaching a certain amount of sales and focus on your product. Focus on your business. How do I make this valuable? How do I create the best product that I can? How do I create the yeah. best business plan that I can? How do I create the best value for my for my product that I can? You know, and instead of thinking about like, oh, I have to, maybe if I run more Facebook ads, maybe if I do this, maybe if I do this, maybe if I drop my prices, instead of trying to worry about like all the external things that are going to get you to that result or like trying to force getting to this result, Mm -hmm. focus on the task ahead, focus on the tangible thing right in front of you. How do I get myself there? What's the vehicle that's going to get me there? And don't focus on getting there. Just focus on the vehicle. Focus on each step. Focus on the thing in front of you. Focus at the t- focus on the task at hand. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like early on in my athletic career, I was killing everything in terms of like athletic standpoints, like uh, accomplishment wise. Like I was, I I set f- uh, school board uh, school board records. Like I, I was destroying it. Like I was doing really freaking good in sports. And I wasn't really training like for this, you know. And I never really expected to like win when I did these things. But it was just like this thing where it was just kind of happening. And I, I remember like sometimes I'd feel weird about it too because I felt like, hey, like I didn't really earn this. Uh, mm-hmm. I Sometimes I'd feel like, like what, what, what's going on? Like why, how did I win that? Sometimes I would, I was puzzled. Like I was like, how the fuck did I yeah, win that? Yeah, because you're, com- you're comparing yourself to someone who worked hard and yeah. all that stuff. And it's like, although I was kind of doing that, but like it wasn't like during the match. Like during the match, I'm just doing my thing. Like I'm just mm-hmm. competing and I'm, I'm not thinking about comparisons or anything like that. I'm just participating. But like afterwards, I'm just like, yo, how, how did I do that? And it's not that I think that I'm lesser than anybody else, but I was just like, I'm like, yo, damn, imagine if I actually worked hard. Like that's that was a thought that like, imagine I actually trained for this or I've actually, I actually did something with this, you know? So it's like when, when I realized that like, uh, like that was happening, which I realized that now, like back then I was just confused. I was like, oh, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Mm-hmm. As I got older, more pressure was starting to be put on me to like get results. Yeah. And then I found myself like, it wasn't fun for me anymore, you know? And I feel like me having fun was the was the reason why I was getting all these results it was because I was having fun with what I was doing. And there wasn't really pressure. I wasn't thinking like it wasn't, to me, it wasn't about winning or losing. It was just like, let's, let's get this task done to the best of your ability. Finish the task to the best of your ability. 
But then as I got older a little bit, it was like you're being taught to like think things twice. Think it through. You know, think about it. Think before you talk. Think before you act. Think, think, think. Think, think, think. And then everybody's just overthinking everything. And then they're overthinking their way out of success. And that's what I started doing when I was playing soccer. I was overthinking everything. And then I just stopped being good. And then I stopped being good. So I was like, okay, well, it's not fun for me anymore. Once I stopped having fun, I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah. You know? And it was just like... What's the point anymore? It went downhill from there. And it's like, I, now that I look back at it, it's easy to like look back at shit and figure out what went wrong. But it was yeah, like... At the time, you couldn't understand everything. Yeah. It was literally just because I stopped having fun. And you stop having fun because it stops being fun. The reason the way it stops being fun is because you're just putting pressure. It's forcing. Like, you're forcing it. Like, yeah, when you I'm a good soccer player. I have to win every, like, when you start thinking like that, it just becomes forcing. And it's just not healthy. It's not It's not a good athletic mindset. It's not a good mindset for anything. Yeah, that's true. When you, whatever you force, is the outcome is always going to be trash, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, you don't you don't want to depend on your feelings too much. Like sometimes you have, you want to get shit done, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, but let's say you don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's also not an excuse. Like obviously everything you do, you want to do it from your heart. Yeah. And you want to do it with, you want to do it because you, you, you want to do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Not just because you're forced to, but at the same time, there's th- that level of like, um, uh, discipline. Yeah. I think, I think it's very important. It's also doing the, doing the things that you know, that's best for you. Yeah. I think it's very important to understand that, um, that emotions are kind of irrelevant when you're, when you're trying to get shit done. You know, I I feel like it's important to like what you do, but the idea to like what you do isn't like the idea of that isn't to like every single part, every single second of it. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be some times where it's hard and it sucks and it's whatever it's difficult or you don't feel like it, you're sick, you're tired, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But like, it's the idea is to like do something that you feel like is worthwhile. Yeah. You know, like something that you can actually contribute the best of your capabilities to, mm-hmm. because that way, I mean, you can push yourself. Like it, 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 it may not be ideal. It may not be an ideal situation every time you're doing it. Um, but at least you can push yourself, you know, like at least you can like look, look yourself in the mirror and be like, you know, I got to do what I got to do. You know, I may not be fucking ready for it today. I may not be excited for it today. I may not be, you know, energized for it today. But it's just like the idea isn't to, the idea isn't to like focus on your feelings too much. It's just kind of like just get the get the job done. Yeah, exactly. You know? Get the job, get the task accomplished. Exactly. If you can accomplish the task, if you can do what you got to do, then you're going to create an unstoppable force behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, like... There's a lot of times where even with what we're doing, you know, like with Pure Gem, like it's fun. I enjoy it. I really, I believe in the product. I enjoy the product. But sometimes it's just like there's a lot of stuff to do. And it's just sometimes I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't feel like doing this. I'm tired. I'm this. But it's like you get it done. Just get it done. You get it done. You like you want to because obviously we want to be able to put out the product as soon as possible. Yeah. And, you know, um, the, the, the main thing that a lot of people say is I hate the fact that I don't have control or that's like a big thing that I hear or mm-hmm. I even used to say it myself. Like, I don't like the fact that I'm not in control. I want to feel like I'm in control. You know, sometimes there's things that you're not in control of and it, it sucks because it's like you want to feel like you're in control. Yeah. It's like if if that's genuinely the way you feel, 
the only thing that you can control is how you do the thing that you're doing in front of you. It's how you approach the task at hand. So it's like if you're, if you're, if you're complaining about a lack of control, but you're not doing the most that you can with what you have in front of you, Mm -hmm. it's like, what are you even talking about? Because you can't even control the thing in front of you. So how are you going to control the uncontrollables? You know, the only way that you can control outcomes, circumstance, results is by controlling the thing that's in front of you. You know, how well can we produce this bottle? You know, how well can you do eyebrows? How well can, you know, anything, just whatever it is, it's just like, how well can you do what, you, what, what you're doing? Yeah. That's all you can control. How many people buy it, you can't control that. How many people follow you, you can't control that. Mm-hmm. All you can control is the thing in front of you. What's going to get me there? That's true. You know, I want more Instagram followers. You can't, contr- you can't force people to follow you, but what you can control is the content that you put out. Yeah, you can change up your content. You mm. can add more content. You're controlling. You switch up your strategy. Mm. That's what you can control. You're but- controlling the controllables. It's like people say, oh, I don't have enough followers. It's like, do you have enough content? Do you have yeah. enough valuable content? Or my business is, is not as successful as I want it to be. Well, are you, is your product as valuable as it should be? You know, are you doing the right things? Are you taking the right steps every single day? You know, I'm not as good as at, at the sport as I want to be. Well, are you committing yourself to the sport like you should be? Yeah. Are you studying it? Are you watching film on it? Are you breaking it down? Like, what are you doing? Like, what? Why? Why aren't you focusing on the things that you can't control? Why are you only focusing on the things that you can? Exactly. You know, and it's like that's kind of where where the the disconnect comes because we're taught to overthink. And I feel like slowly the the reason why I had success with it early was because at a young age, it's like, just go have fun, Ahmed. But as you get older, it's just, it's a little bit more serious, a little bit more competitive. Yeah. Before you're able to be present and like not care about the, the, the results, but rather just do it for the joy of it. Yeah. And it's not to say that there shouldn't be results or that there shouldn't be competition because competition, I find there, there, it it can be healthy and it can be motivating and Mm -hmm. uplifting and it can motivate you to like work harder. competition isn't the bad thing the results isn't the bad thing but it's just like the the idea that like like going into that world it's like going into a war zone without the tools without the the the, the machinery the armor the 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 guns you're 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 not going to be prepared for it so it's like what i realized is like okay well if i'm going to go into this fucking war zone of like whatever it is, business, athletics, whatever it is that I'm that, that anybody wants to get into. If you're gonna go into that war zone, make sure you have the tools with you, right? And yeah, it's like exactly. it, preparation. It, yeah, be prepared. Like expect, like understand that like there's shit that's gonna happen that you need to be prepared for. And it's like you need to control your mental. You know, the me- from the from a mental aspect, it's not about it's not about like winning or losing. Although ultimately that's kind of the, that's kind of what dictates, you know, everything basically. Mm-hmm. But it's like, while you're doing it, like while you're in a boxing match, it's not about who won the round, it's about who wins the fight, you know? And you shouldn't, you should only be thinking about the task at hand. You should be thinking about your next punch. You should be thinking about your next move. You shouldn't be thinking about the final result because it's like, that's just, that's kind of what like, that's what puts you on 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 the top level of your game. You know, like you live up to like your thoughts. You live up to your mind. So if in your mind you're losing, you're going to live up to that. 
but even even it's crazy because even if in your mind you're winning you're you're going to be in a situation where you may get overconfident you may get um you know underestimate the person yeah. whatever it is so it's like the only thing that you can do the only thing that you can control is just what it what's in front of you yeah you know? that's so true also it's very important to uh you know believe that it's possible to win and yeah and it's also possible to lose you know mm -hmm. but i remember in elementary school because i wasn't i wasn't the best in school but i feel like i always expected bad grades like it was like it was an expectation for me mm -hmm. like I didn't even like for me, my, my, uh, what I was looking to achieve mm -hmm. was like a B or a C. I never thought an A was like possible. Yeah. Like for me, that was like, that's not me. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's crazy. Like how it's crazy how like a lot of people don't really realize that that's what's actually setting the grades. It's not yeah. about how hard you study. It's not about how, how, how smart you are. It's just like what you expect of yourself. Yeah. You know, like that expectation will actually dictate the results that you get, mm -hmm. you know, and like a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about the results, but not thinking about the way that they think of themselves, like the self image, you know, and that's kind of like the most important aspect is like your self image. How, how are you going to like, there's the conscious mind, there's a subconscious mind, then there's a thing that ties those both together. And that's self -image. the self image, Yeah, you know, and the self image is very important. Like, I like the way that it's described. It's like a thermostat. You know, if you set the thermostat to 73, if the door is open and it goes lower than 73, what what is, it's going to basically turn up the heat so that the temperature goes back to 73. But at the same time, if it goes over 73, it's going to turn off the heat so that the temperature goes down again mm -hmm. to 73. So it's like, regardless of like the way you see yourself, the self image, you'll never exceed it, but you'll also never, you know, go Dude, less than it. Yeah. And that's kind of what the self-image is, is that a lot of people don't realize that like their self-image is limiting them from like ex achieving more than they're really achieving, you know? And it's like, as a kid, you kind of have that like mentality where it's just like the world is your oyster. It's fun. The you thing know, is you believe you work, you do, you have fun. And that's kind of what I felt like as a kid. It was like, I was doing shit and I was having fun with it. Yeah. Then as I got older, it was just like, no, this, that, train this, think, think, strategize, this, this, this. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it stopped being fun. And then once it stopped being fun, I just lost the motivation to like do fuck. Like I just didn't want to do anything. Yeah. But it's like now that I'm, I'm, I can take a step back and I can look at everything consciously. It's like now when I'm training for boxing, it's the funnest shit ever. And I'm very, very competitive. Yeah. You know, like I'm very competitive when it comes to sports, but it's like now it's not counterproductive. It's like now mm -hmm. I know how to channel it a little bit better and I'm still learning as I go, but it's like, I know how to channel it a little bit better. I know that it's like, okay, when I'm in, when I'm smart or when I'm, when I'm competing, when I'm fighting, when I'm sparring, whatever it is, when I'm training, it's like, that's what I'm focusing on. Mm -hmm. This is, this is it. It's not about the results. It's not about winning. It's not about being the best strong. It's just, okay, I'm doing this to the best of my goddamn ability. And then the next one is going to get, and you just keep getting better. You built on this building blocks. Do that with business, do that with life, do that with school, do that with whatever relationships, and as you go, you'll take it day by day. And as you go, like, you realize that, like, you're building something fucking unstoppable. That's true. You know? Yeah, I feel like a lot a lot uh, can influence your self-image, especially at a young age. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the time when, you know, your, your mind is a sponge. Everything that's around you is kind of going into your mind. Yeah. And I feel like it's sometimes the closest people to us. Mm -hmm. And not to say that they're bad people, but they can really 
affect you. Like they can really affect your self image mm -hmm. because it's easy to not listen to a hater, mm -hmm. but it's hard to not listen to a friend or a family member. Especially when it's disguised in like humor or disguised yeah, in like love or caring. Th or that's, that's what it is. Like a lot of the times your friends and your family members, they'll disguise the hate in uh with like laughter like yeah. a joke or love mm -hmm. and like time after time that starts to influence your mind and you, you start to actually believe that that's what you are yeah that's you become you, that person you become that person because that's you know you listen to the people who you love you know and it's not from it's not from uh bad intentions from your family members or from your friends it's really not like they love you too but it's it's also i feel like for them it's kind of like a cycle. Someone told them that they can't do this. And so they, they kind of portray it on you. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like, even for me, like the, the fact that you mentioned that, like me and Ali, like we would have the same teachers and then mm -hmm. I was a lot more outgoing. I was a lot like I was loud. I was a loud kid. Ali was more of like, I would say the quieter kid out of the Ali is his brother, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was the quieter one and I was the loud one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we'd have the same teacher and then I would, let's say he had her the year before i would go into her class and she would see that i'm loud and more whatever like extrovert not extroverted but i was more outgoing uh more you wouldn't say you're extroverted i'm in i'm in between i yeah. find i can be extroverted if i turn it on but like yeah. there's times where i like to be extroverted but there's more often like nowadays you're an outgoing introvert yeah, I, I guess I guess that would work. I I don't like to categorize myself as either, to be honest yeah. with you. I just I, I go based off of what I wanted. Like if I want to be in social settings, I can be in social settings. If I don't want to, I can just I can do both. Yeah. I, I don't categorize myself as either, as either. But like basically, when teachers would see me, they'd be like, "What the? You're Ali's brother?" And so, wow, you're nothing like him. Yeah, you're the you're the bad one, aren't you? Like stuff like that. And it's like it starts as they say it as jokes, but then eventually it's like, you know. Your teachers say it, and then your friends say it, and then your parents say it, and then your siblings say it. And then it's like, everybody's kind of like, yeah, you're the bad one. He's and he's like, so it's like, in your mind, it's like, yeah, I'm the bad one. So it's like, let me just go do bad shit because I'm the bad one. It's like, I have to yeah. live up to that. It's like, if I mess up, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm the fucking bad one, aren't I? Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't really realize what you're doing, but like, you're actually like, you're, you're building that image in that person like that person is becoming the bad one because you're telling him that he's a bad one right mm -hmm. and it's it's like it's weird that way like it's actually a weird thing where it's just like the things that people tell you whether they're joking or not they'll slowly start building in your mind and like you'll mm -hmm. become that thing because your 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 mind doesn't know the difference between like your subconscious mind at least doesn't know the difference between jokes and that's you know, true. Real shit. And I worked with kids before. I worked with kids before, and we were actually taught this to not. When we see a kid that's overly hyper, to not judge him. Like there's a reason. Like if anything, it should be kind of. We should kind of teach him when to be hyper and when not to be hyper. Like yeah. there's a time for everything. You don't you don't shame him for being hyper because mm -hmm. that's who he is, and that's it's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But it's just you teach him when. You teach them the right times to be yeah. hyper, you know? Yeah, it's messed up how, like, teachers, like, they they can't keep up with the energy of a, of a child, so they act like the energy is the problem. It's like, no, the fact that you can't keep up with the energy is the problem. Yeah. You know, like, just because you can't keep up with little Timmy's energy doesn't mean Timmy's a bad kid. doesn't yeah. mean he has ADHD. Like, think about the ADHD thing. Like, how many fucking kids are told 
ADHD, ADD, this, 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 that, yeah. that, that. And they go the whole, like, oh, I have ADD, I have ADHD, yeah, I need to take energy. pills, I need to... It's like, no, just fucking capitalize on... You have, like, whether it's extra energy or a regular amount of energy that's just being utilized differently, like, fucking utilize it, you know what I mean? It's like, actually it's a not a bad thing. thing. Like, who, like, whoever complains about having too much energy, like, you have a fucking problem. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. You know, like, you have a problem that you're a dumbass, but, like, that's a good problem to have mm-hmm. that you have too much energy. Like, people complain about not having enough energy. And this motherfucker's yeah, complaining yeah. about having too much energy, or it's a problem that little Timmy has too much energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, it's your problems with you, Mrs. fucking Bernstein. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, yeah, they should, you know, put that energy towards things that they can do really good at. And I feel like they can be very successful because of that. Yeah, and it's like, it, it, that's why I feel like sports are such a good fucking, mm-hmm. like, there's such a good thing for kids. Because with sports, like, especially team sports. Yeah. Team sports are really good for kids because you you learn a lot about like loyalty, compassion, uh, empathy, teamwork, sharing, all that shit. Like you actually learn all of it. Like most of the skills that I like developed were from playing team sports. It was like, okay, you know, I got your back. You got my back. We're a team. We're in this together. Support, love, all that shit is like part of the team atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's fun. Like I feel like for kids, that's like one of the best things to like put them in. It's just put them in a sport because – the excess energy will be drained away, but then it will also teach them skills that are very, very good for life. Yeah, it's true. So you're you're known as like the one with a lot of energy. Yeah, I, like I was, I was definitely the one that was like a lot more like outgoing. Um, I was a lot like I was very like hyper. Um, I would talk a lot of shit. Like as a kid, I was like that kid that like that would like insult you. Like say some hurtful shit. Oh my god! You know how they say like kids are brutally honest. Yeah. So whenever a kid says something like, it's, they're it's telling true. the truth. <laughs> so it's like I was that kid that was like yeah. breaking shit down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, hey, Karen, like you gotta step your game up. Oh my <laughs> like, god! I was, I was like one of those types of kids. Like I was very like brutally honest, outgoing, extroverted. I was, I was a fight. like I loved getting in fights as a kid. Like I would fight everybody. Uh, even as a kid, like in kindergarten, I'd just go fight kids. Yeah, it was just like that's. I just had a lot of energy, you know, a lot of energy, a lot of like, I was an excited kid. Yeah, like you like the drama. Not even no, no, no it wasn't drama. It was just like <laughs> I just like to be active. I like mm-hmm. to do stuff. I like to compete. I was competitive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like I, I was also like I felt like I was a pretty prideful kid. Like if like I remember I used to beat up other kids for telling me to like shut up or something you know I just go oh attack God. them. That's crazy. So it's like for for me I it's just like that's just who I was and it's like to the teachers and to the parent like to my parents and to their credit like it wasn't that like to my parents it wasn't so much that it was like oh you're a bad kid but it was just mm-hmm. like like chill the fuck chill out, out yeah. you know what I mean? like calm down buddy. But it's like to the teachers it's like oh go to the office. I was like I was sent to the office at a young age like so many times and I was being told that I was like I was bad I was this I was that. It's like that yeah. that built up a self-image, you know, that that created this thing in my mind where it's just like, okay, well, this is who I am. I'm the bad kid, I guess. Yeah, I want to ask you, did your kid did your parents ever uh teach you as a kid to defend yourself? Like, um, did they ever instill that in your mind? Like to like if someone ever, you know, disrespected you or someone ever hurt you to hit them back? Um no, it was more so my brothers. My brothers, like, I, I used to fight with my brothers. Like, mm-hmm. uh, my older brothers, we used to, like, wrestle and put boxing gloves on. And actually, like, th- they they would let me go all out on them. Yeah. And they would just kind of, like, play with me. Um, and I remember that was, like, the main thing that, like, got me into, like, like I loved it. Like, I fucking mm-hmm. loved it. Like, they would 
beat my ass sometimes and it was just so fun for me i got to cry and then i'd get back up and fight them yeah but like they were the ones that kind of to- told me that the whole like you know defend yourself you gotta be strong if anybody folks with you you gotta and it was mostly my brother Faraz. oh he's on who trained you yeah that? like he was i used to have conversations with him like like i used to tell him but like oh little timmy just you know said some shit and i punched him in the face it's like good anybody says something to you no matter how big they are no matter who they are fight them <laughs> So there's times like where I would fight like I was I was in grade four I'd be fighting against grade eights yeah you know and it's just like I wouldn't back down because it's like I don't give a fuck because in my mind the way I was taught was just like yo somebody disrespects you you go you go after them yeah you know which is to be honest I think it is a good thing um I worked at a daycare and we would we were kind of forced to obviously you know you're working in a in like the school system right so mm-hmm. you can't you know, you can't, the, the kids who def, who don't defend themselves, like, you can't really do anything about it. You can't tell them, defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> was, you know, that's, that's because the... cause I noticed something with working with kids hmm. is the kids who stand up for themselves, they don't get, they don't get attacked anymore. Like, they don't get, like, no one's going to mess with them anymore. Hmm. If they, because kids are smart. As soon as they see that you're, as soon as they see that you're defending yourself and you're not gonna take their shit, mm-hmm. then they're not gonna they're not gonna mess with you anymore. Yeah, I mean it's it's true because it's like that's how that that's how that's something that everybody should learn mm-hmm. because it's a real life lesson, you know. Like, yeah, I get it. Maybe Timmy will bite the other kid and it will hurt yeah. him, but it's like, yo, he needs to learn this shit. Yeah, you know, like this is something that every kid needs to know how to do. Like, how to stand up for yourself is should be a fucking lesson taught in school. You know? But the thing is with kids is they don't know how to verbally express themselves. So they, they so instead they they result to violence, which I don't think violence is key. I think I think we need to teach our kids to express themselves verbally. Yeah. I think like knowing how to defend yourself physically, knowing how to articulate yourself verbally, yeah. knowing how to think like in tough situations or whatever. Yeah. I think those three components like will make a very, very powerful individual. Yeah. But I don't think we, sh- we should ever like, I, I don't think you should ever be the first one to, you know, hurt another kid. I think that's very wrong. I think uh, maybe, maybe for kids, but I think as you get older, like, um, well, yeah, I mean, for kids it's different, but like, as you get older, yeah. like let's say in a street fight, let's say if somebody's kind of like acting crazy in a street fight, let's say you're out and somebody's acting crazy you should be the first person to swing. You should be the first person to like defend you yourself. You think so? Oh yes, 100%. Wait, if, if they're... In a street fight? If if let's say it's it's escalating and yeah. you're getting to a point where it's it's getting dramatic or it's getting like, okay, it's pretty visibly that it's going to turn into an altercation mm-hmm. or a fight, you should definitely be the one to swing first. Why? Because you have to end it as quickly as you can because this shit is dangerous. I don't know if you have a gun. I don't know if you have a knife. I don't know if you have backup. I don't know what you know. Yeah. So it's like, it's a street fight. I'm punch as fast as you can and just hope that they get knocked out. But you like leave. But you can't. But can you just um, defend yourself verbally? Like you can't. You can't. Well, I mean, it it all depends, right? Because ideally, 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 you don't want you don't want drama. You know, ideally, ideally, you want to get rid of. You don't want that. But yeah, but we're talking about like defending yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you're in a situation where like this is what's happening, this is the reality in front of you. You don't want to be like. For kids, maybe it's different because with kids, no kid is going to pull out a knife or whatever, you know, like, and stab you with it. But it's yeah. like when you're grown up, like you don't want to be the person to like, you know, not swing first. You know, you don't want to yeah. be the person that doesn't start the fight because if you're that person, you're vulnerable to the other person. 
And that's mm-hmm. something that like is very important to like understand. It's like if if you're in a situation like that, mm-hmm. end it as fast as you can and get the fuck out. Because you don't know if they have a knife, you don't know if they have a gun, you don't know if they have people that are with them. Mm-hmm. Like you just want to end it. Hopefully that one that one punch that lands clears them out, and you want to get the fuck out of there. Because street fight is not like it's it's a whole another world. Yeah, if like you that. can avoid it, avoid it. Yeah, of course. But it's just like you know, if you can avoid getting attacked by a lion, and mm-hmm. fucking avoid getting attacked by a lion. But it's like, what happens when you do? You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. need to understand what you got to do in that situation. But in terms of street fighting, um, I mean, now, I mean, before you used to get into that, but you are on this whole like law of attractions, uh, self development journey. Yeah, I mean, it's but definitely you, different now. You know, like me and you know that you know you attract your. You attract your reality. Or like yeah. for the most part, you attract for sure. the circumstances for sure. you're in. For sure. So w- when you're when you're in a when you're playing a situation where there's a street fight, the like you basically um attracted that. I mean that that's like going to the root, I would yeah. say. And it's like I, I get that, but sometimes you're just in a situation. Sometimes you're in a situation where like you're caught up in something. Yeah. Whatever it is, and you have to defend yourself. Because there's a lot of guys who don't get into the fights. Like they've not like there's people who have never gone to a like a physical fight. Yeah, no, fight. for sure. I mean, there's a lot of like for example, growing up, my brother Ali would never get in fights. Like you told me that, and yeah. I was getting in fights every second day, and it's like my mom would be like, Why are you why is Ali not getting in fights? Yeah. You are. It's also I want to say his personalities, but it's also like because I was so much more like outgoing mm-hmm. that like I was talking to a lot more people and putting myself in a lot more situations that like people may get upset with the things that i say because i was saying i was saying things i was yeah. out there i was loud okay was, makes sense you know and, and, but at the same time it was also like my mentality like i liked i liked fighting at a young age so exactly. it's like i wanted to get in fights so i'd always look for excuses mm-hmm. and as i got older it was kind of the same thing like eventually it was like i would look for i remember leaving my house like okay i want to fight somebody today like yeah. that was a, a thought that i would have um of course that like like attractive like i remember one time i i pulled into uh, an a and w and as i was pulling in i saw some guy inside and i swear to god before i even got in i'm like i'm gonna fight that guy like really? me and that guy are gonna have a problem yeah i swear like as we're driving in yeah i go inside and then he looks at me i look at him and then we end up fighting see like it was crazy like i yeah I for, it's Either, weird because like I, I knew it from like before I even went inside. Like I looked yeah. at him from the window and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight that guy." And it wasn't yeah. even like, "Oh, I want to fight him because he did something," but it was just like something about his energy, mm-hmm. something about like the way he is. He's the type of guy that's like, like he's the type of guy that's gonna try me. Like mm-hmm. I just had that like innate feeling, and then I went and he actually tried me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I you know ended up fighting him. But it's like shit like that would happen because like I definitely did bring it. Like I definitely did attract it. Yeah, that for sure you attracted. He probably attracted it too. He's probably yeah, the same. For sure. He's probably on that, you know, that yeah, fighting. Yeah, but I, I mean, definitely, like, even right now, like, right now, I'm I'm in a better mindset. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in a place, but it's because before I was, like, I was into that stuff a lot more. I was more, like, focused on it. Well, part of it, I, I want to say insecurity, but it was part of it was just, like, not knowing any better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just, like, as a kid, it's, like, you're told, like, Oh, if you're a man, you're not gonna let another man look at you, and you're not gonna look away. Blah blah. blah. So it's like you're told that that's what that's what being a man is. Like being yeah. a man is like walking and like looking at people and them not looking at you. But like as a kid, you just don't know any better. So it's like you go in situations, you get into fights because somebody's grilling you. 
It's like mm-hmm. it's just stupid if you actually yeah, think it's about actually it. It's like very stupid. I beat you up. Now you can never look at me again. It's like what is like, what? What, what are you even fighting for? I know for? it's very stupid. But it's like at the time, it's it's you have to understand it's also beyond that. Like at the time, it's like you're testing my manlyhood, mm-hmm. and it's like if you want to test my manlyhood, I'll show you. Like you know what I mean? Let's 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 test it. Yeah. So it was like, that's literally what it was. It was more than just kind of like just looking at each other. But the overall concept was so stupid. It was ridiculous. It is stupid. But it's like, that's kind of what it was. It was like, okay, well, you're testing my manhood. And if I walk away, then I'm not going to feel like a man when I when I leave mm-hmm. here. So it's like, I have to do this because you're testing my manhood, you know? Yeah. But then it's like, is your does your manlyhood really depend on that? Yeah. But it's like, it's like, that's, as, that's as, where... it's like now the way the way that like i am is i find myself like no i don't find myself in situations like yeah that. exactly like even don't. even when i'm out it, it could be that i'm just not focusing on it and maybe i'm not noticing no. people look at me but like back in the days it seemed like everybody was looking at me mm-hmm. and i was just looking at everybody but it's like now i'm just out in a boat and i actually don't even notice shit like i don't notice people looking at me it's just the way the energy that you kind of hold it's, of yourself yeah, just the, the way you carry yourself it's like if you know you're the man then you're the fucking man you don't exactly. have to like nobody's gonna question it Let's just say, and I feel like part of that quote-unquote insecurity as at a at a young age is like you're not sure if you're even the man. So like when people are gonna see, that, they're gonna sense that energy off of you. It's like, oh, he's not sure. So is he? Let's see. Yeah. You know. But it's like when you're the man, you conduct yourself, you carry yourself with 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 confidence. Yeah. And you're walking around like, yeah, I am the fucking man. It's you know? kind of like nobody wh- wants to test you if you're the man. It's kind of like the, the what you mentioned with those kids. It's like the kids that stand up for themselves. The other kids are gonna fuck with them. Exactly. It's kind of like how with animals, you know, how animals, they can sense your fear. Mm-hmm. Humans have that same instinct that animals have. Yeah. A lot of us. No, it's very true. It's very true. Like I, even back in those days, I can always tell the person who's afraid and the person. Who yeah. Wasn't. Not, not just fear. You can sense everything like fear. Yeah. You can sense when someone wants to like fight you. You can sense yeah. when someone wants to love you. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you can sense everything. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's like that's part of like our our ability. Of it's like, our intuitive feeling. Yeah, it's it's that's kind of what helped us survive. Yeah, you know, like that's kind of what helped us evolve because we have to know if we can trust the other human. Exactly. You know? We have to know if he's gonna fucking end up killing us and stealing all of our food that we've been saving up all. You know, exactly. so it's like that's kind of part of like our human wild or our human chemistry. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, um, like wh- what is it like th- that part of our DNA that's like linked to that 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 fight or flight survival of the fittest mode of back yeah. in the days like can I trust you yeah. and it's like that's where our intuition kind of like stems from yeah. so it's it's definitely like there's something to it in that regard but dude like I remember like back in those days it was just like it was like a challenge you know what I mean mm-hmm. it was like if somebody looked at you it was like they're challenging you and like you had to like step up to the challenge um and here's the thing like i'm not against that idea um like i'm not against the idea of like yo if somebody challenges you somebody steps to you it's your job as a man as an individual to like hold your own because if they step to you and you you know you fall back the next person will step to you and the next person will step to you so by by doing that you're caught you're bringing more problems to yourself because you're Mm -hmm. now being seen as somebody who can be stepped to you yeah. know so i think it's very important whether you you handle it verbally whether you handle it physically but you got to handle your shit mm-hmm. you know i think i think as a man like the idea is right but i think the mindset was wrong i think the mindset of like oh i need to find uh, i need to prove myself and if i don't do, like i think that's wrong but i think the mindset of just like yo like, don't don't fuck with me don't step yeah, i, don't I think, think that that's i don't think that that's wrong yeah i i don't i don't think you should expect anything 
But it's like, well, if a, if the situation did occur, defend yourself. Yeah. You know, because it does. For yourself. It happens. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes people step to you, and it's like you have mm-hmm. to. You know? Yeah. Like whether whether it's a it's a it's a lower minded person that steps up to yeah. you. Like sometimes you just have to be like, yo, I'm not the I'm not the person that you're gonna fuck with. Mm-hmm. You know. Like at work, if somebody fucks with you at work, it's like, no, you're not, you're not going to mess with me. Yeah, you exactly. know, like th- that's very important as a man. I-, I think maybe for, from a female perspective, it's a little bit different, but from a man's perspective, yeah. it's like, you have to but establish your respect. You have to establish your dominance, Yeah. not dominance over people, but your dominance over your own manlyhood over yourself. Yeah. At the same time though, I've, I've seen some people who are very like defensive over everything, like. There's something that you just need to let go, but then there's people who yeah. like, like the littlest thing will like, they'll feel like, oh, they're triggering me. Oh, they're like, they'll feel triggered about it. They'll yeah. feel like, oh, they're trying to, they're trying to take control over me. Yeah, yeah. And like, they'll get very defensive. Yeah, I think people, <laughs> people, people don't realize that the world doesn't revolve around them. And yeah. I think that that's kind of what it is. It's like a self-centered idea that like yeah. everything is about me. Everything is meant to hurt me. Everything is pinned against me mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of people don't really give a fuck about you it's like once you realize that and you realize that like hey look i got myself i'm i care about myself and i know yeah. that i'm capable you'll know when it's worth it and when it's not like i'm not saying like any, every like there's a, a nice quote by winston churchill if you stopped and threw stones at every dog that bark you'll never make it down the street exactly you gotta remain you gotta remain your inner peace yeah, and you gotta you gotta fucking know your value, know your yeah, worth. You know, true. some shit some shit will belittle you, but there's some shit that you have to fucking step up to the plate and defend yourself that's because true. your your honor is on the line. But other things, it's just like go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta you gotta be the judge of what's what. Yeah, you know? I really like the whole concept of if you if you allow another person to um make you angry, mm-hmm. make you sad, or make you feel any any kind of way that's not benefiting you mm-hmm. then you're basically giving them control over yeah, you you're giving them control over your emotions you 100%. so i think that's something a lot of us need to think about before getting before getting angry or even when you do get angry mm-hmm. think about that concept that you're giving that person control yeah. over your emotions yeah do you really want to like, give them control yeah. do, you, do you really want them to control you yeah and it's, that's very true that's a very good point it's like that's that's a sign of weakness within itself. Yeah. Like the your inability to control yourself in the face of somebody that's trying to control you. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally a sign of of like that person is possessing you. And that's mm-hmm. weakness. That's weakness at the highest forms. When somebody's able to control your mind, that's worse than them beating your ass. I'd exactly. rather get my ass beat than get my mind controlled. So exactly. it's like if somebody's able to control your emotions, that's worse than getting your ass beat. Yeah. You know, like that's 100%. in my opinion, that's worse than getting your ass beat. Yeah. So it's like, you need to, you need to be in control of your mind, your emotions, and, you know, make sure that you can defend yourself physically too, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's the trifecta right there. Yeah. Maintain your inner peace always. Yeah. And also maintain my sleeping habits. It's 1am and I got to get my ass to sleep. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe Leave us a rating, review. Um, Let us know what you guys think of this episode. Feel free to message us and uh, you know share your thoughts and your comments and your opinions. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Bye.